Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence. This. This is Today on Conversations. Hello and welcome to the Chaser Report podcast for Tuesday the 23rd of August 2022. This podcast comes to you from Gadigal land. I'm Dom Knight. Charles Firth is here. Yay! So Charles, all this week we're pretending to be other podcasts. Yes. In order to drive our, our ratings higher. Just looking at the charts and seeing what people like. And also because Scott Morrison just appointed himself to be a whole lot of ministers. So. It's a great precedent. Yes. Uh, what a sensible idea that's proven to be. Yes. When even John Howard is now criticising him for it. Mm. So I was thinking if there's a really... Easy way to do it for today where, I mean, it's quite hard to do Corona Cast, for instance, without any medical knowledge. Yeah, yeah. But there's another ABC podcast that would let us just do anything. Oh, yeah. It's just called Conversations. Oh, yeah. With Richard Feidler. And what about we, we do it without Richard Feidler? And it, to be clear, we should call this Conversations with Richard Feidler without Richard Feidler. Brilliant. That'll be brilliant. Because okay. occasionally other people fill in on. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good. Welcome to this episode of Conversations with Richard Feidler. I'm not Richard Feidler. And nor am I. And my co-host is not Richard Feidler either. And here is where they would normally put a beautifully crafted and written intro that drags you into the story. Oh, and yes. Really makes it come to life in a relatable way. That yes. Just makes you lean in mm. and go, oh, those details, I just can't wait to hear more about that. Yes. Today on Conversations, there's blood, sex and magic. And food and cooking and gastronomy. A new kind of zipper. A doctor without a border. An epic horse race to Kazakhstan. An international foreign correspondent. A key that will open a door. A skeleton of a horse. The fathomless, dark depths of the ocean. Wilder and more delightful than any children's book. There's also an exquisite violin, two prosthetic legs, a club DJ, Nepal, Pakistan, South America and Mongolia and chocolate ice cream. So today you're going to hear the origin story of Charles's life. Spoiler alert, please block your ears. Hi Charles, welcome. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project... There's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Today on Conversations... And Andrew Hansen rejoins the podcast. Hello again, Andrew. Boo! How's Melbourne? Yeah, it's a sort of a chilly, sort of flat place. Uh, anything different in Sydney? Beautiful day. It's a lovely, 22 degrees. But uh, Andrew, I mean, I've felt sorry for you in so many ways since you moved to Melbourne. You've had more lockdowns, less mm. sun, less joy, a bit of wardrobe. But the thing you've missed out on most of all is cocaine. Big news in the Herald. A couple of days ago, Charles, the Sydney newspaper of record, mm. which is that Sydney's cocaine consumption has shot right back up. Uh, but, you know, the town is back. Mm. It's absolutely fantastic. We've had heaps of arrests. I did have a good weekend. A spate of arrests have come through. Wastewater testing, so the thing where they go and sift oh, through right, the poop. Yeah. They used to look for COVID. Mm. Now they look for anything in there. And they've discovered that cocaine usage is higher than in Sydney than anywhere else in the country, but, thanks to our poo. Well, hang on, hang on, hang on. I, I thought that they'd made all these seizures and the, the police a few weeks ago put out a press release saying that they'd got hundreds of kilograms of cocaine. Well, that's clearly what's going on. Oh, they've, they've seized the cocaine <laughs> and, and they've, they've used it, <laughs> used it. <laughs> and it's shown up in the wastewater. Right, okay. 
So yes, yeah. um, apparently a third of the of the arrest it was in. Um, unsurprisingly, it's the Sydney CBD, Waverley and Randwick. So the east, oh, right. yeah, the eastern, eastern suburbs, suburbs yes. is, is where it's all going on. And mm. it's in the past decade, no arrests, rather than uh, compared with December of last year, mm. there's only one other month with more arrests for cocaine. That was in uh, December 2019, so just before the pandemic. So wait, wait a minute, there's more cocaine and there's more arrests? Yes, there's more, there's both, well, both are spiking. Is it just because the police then resell the cocaine? That could be is it. That, and it's a more efficient channel. Like, I don't understand. Like, what? It seems to me this endless sort of fight against something that you're never going to end. Are you saying that the war on drugs is futile? Yes. How do you feel now, Andrew, about the decision to move to Melbourne and, and move away from both the cocaine party land of Sydney and the chance of getting arrested. Well, I, not, not for quite fine. I mean, I've never been a cocaine user. I always found, you know, I've met a few people who who, who have used cocaine and they've all been very irritating sort mm. of people. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so it's not something that I particularly uh, miss. But, uh, but I, I feel that this is kind of good news. It, it kind of goes along with the, to me, with this whole sort of economic recovery story that we're yes. in Australia at the moment. Mm. Uh, you know, a very, very high employment rate, we're told, a very, very high rate of... White powder going up noses. Mm. Um, I, you know, it, it, it's it's tied in with optimism. I feel. I feel that this is sort of a, a positive thing for people. Well, that's that's a very well put, Andrew. Because I mean, people keep saying that Sydney's going to be a twenty-four hour city. That's the whole aim. They want Sydney to be a twenty-four. They've wanted city. it to be for a and long time, haven't they? The reality is that 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 goal is only achievable <laughs> by putting something up your nose at about eleven p.m. Because there's nothing to do still after about one. So well, if it's, yeah. it, it's, I guess it's not like Melbourne where you can somehow, go and get a, a full three quarter meal at 4am and uh, yeah because you'd just be bored you, uh, well, like, that's true you can't listen to live music and you no. can't go to a music festival mm. without your daughter being strip searched <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean it, there are limits but on there is one activity that you can do 24 hours in Sydney which is play the pokies that's still available to I think 6am oh, yes. well the coke would help with that wouldn't it because you could stay awake to do some more Queen of the Nile <laughs> it could couldn't you, you? Could. that's the I mean, one late night activity that we have <laughs> what, what if the machines should actually come with a, with a sort of shelf yeah, you know, so that you can actually snort <laughs> That's lines true. in between playing lines. What are yeah. they thinking? Well, also they give complimentary like uh, drinks of coke rather than lines of coke mm. in the, yes. in, the, in those yes. places. Yeah, yeah. But Sydney is back. Is is the point? Yeah, I'm very I, proud. Look, I don't know. I, I I'd prefer I preferred the the Sydney of old when heroin was the drug du jour. Well, they were the days. Yes, they, you know, happy days. Mm. Except for the junkies. Although no, actually, some of some of the happiest people I know were junkies. Well, D- until they die. Terribly romantic, isn't it? I mean, the, the creativity, the wasting slowly away, the pain, the... Up- I mean, <laughs> it's hard to put a positive spit on it, actually, now that I think of <laughs> it. But, um, it I mean, I've never tried think, heroin myself. I think the other thing is that... Because I always assume whenever you hear somebody in their late 40s dying, you sort of go, oh, they were probably doing cocaine. Like, isn't that the whole thing? Like, the stuff they're hard up. The age that we're reaching is the point at which... If you do cocaine, you end up dead. Certainly true after the death of a certain, I don't want to name any names, mm. but a certain prominent cricketer earlier in the year. And fact, frankly, there's been quite a few that have. There was one where everyone kind of went, yeah. Oh, it really? It was probably the coke. Wasn't, oh, it? Really? wasn't that what, what people were saying in the aftermath of, let's call him Shane. <laughs> this is very unkind. I, yeah, I don't know who you're talking about. And I don't know. I don't want you to be you know, casting aspersions on anyone named There's been Shane, a few frankly, Shanes that have played for the Australian team, haven't yeah. they? Could, could be any particular Shane, but yeah. I, I, I feel that's a nasty sort of conspiracy theory. You know? I mean, it was later ruled out by 
P- positive press coverage, but um, <laughs> I don't know what the actual the ultimate reality test. of it was. The ult- mm. <laughs> I, I certainly think it's, it's something that younger hearts are probably better equipped to deal with. Yeah, it's a, it is a bit of a cautionary tale. There's mm. got to be an age. I mean, it should come really in the little little packets with safety warnings. Should it have a safety warning? Yeah, well, and there's safety warnings. And the probably little, little packets. the the white powder that you should be taking, you know, as you enter your fifties. Should be Horlicks. It should be. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine the police just cracking down and, and, and you know, taking over the contract to supply Horlicks? Horlicks yeah. Just as you drift slowly off. I don't even know <laughs> what it is. I'm imagining a cup of liquid that smells kind of like cheap beef. Is that what Horlicks is? No, no, oh, no, no, it's malty. It's malty. Sweet, yeah. sweet oh, and malty and milky. Like you know, it's very hard to digest, ironically. It'd give you a roaring <laughs> stomachache all night and then waking up at 3am to do a massive piss. But for some reason, a huge mug of warm Horlicks is, is what's recommended to get you through the bloody night. This, this huge thing that's come out of a cow, mostly. I mean, we're not designed to drink this stuff. It's but, not uh, an no, attractive name, either. <laughs> Horlicks. Uh, well, Oh, it depends what you're into. <laughs> I don't want to kick shame anyone. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Today on Conversations... Speaking of cocaine use and partying and all the things that um, I never did, really, but that some people allegedly did, mm. um, there's been a big big debate in Finland. I don't know whether you've seen this. There's been a lot of argument mm. in Finland about their yep. prime minister. They've got the youngest world leader anywhere. Mm. They've got uh, the PM. She's 37 years old, Sano Marin. Uh, sorry, 36 years old. Mm. And she had what it seems to be an all-nighter. It all got captured on social media the way things are. Yeah. She was in an apartment, Yeah. basically partying very, very hard until 4 a.m. or something like that. Yeah. And there was a lot of criticism for, you know, having fun, for daring to have fun despite being a world leader. And then Mm. there was a suggestion that she and her friends were were only up till 4 a.m. because they were all high. And so I guess the question is, should world leaders on their night off be allowed to indulge in, in chemicals? Well, if they're as good at dancing as I saw the videos, she was great. Like she was just yeah. partying a lot. And I think the answer is yes. I don't want mm. Joe Biden doing that because he would be terrible at dancing. Surely there's a lot of medication mm. keeping Joe Biden <laughs> functioning. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> exactly. But also, I think the what fascinates me about this story is we're talking about her dancing, mm. right, as if it's some sort of scandal, when, like. Russia invaded Finland this week. Like, why isn't that? Or well, last week. Like, Russia literally violated, repeatedly violated the airspace over Finland. Right. But instead the big story at coming out of Finland is not Russia fucking invaded them. It's, oh, dear, somebody danced. 
I was not aware that Russia had technically invaded <laughs> Finland. Yeah. Uh, and, and the video is not going to be as good as the video of the PM dancing. <laughs> How weird to have two stories coming out of Finland mm. in one week. That's more than the usual. Yeah, they're, they're punching above their weight news-wise, mm. the yeah. Finns, aren't they? So was they're she really too are. busy partying, Charles? To take attention, to pay attention to the territorial Well, no, I think this is a Russian counter-propaganda thing. I think that the Russians hacked whoever phone that was videoed on. Really? And leaked it in order to sort of draw attention away from the fact that the Russians are invading Finland. And it was brilliant, and it worked. It completely yes, well, They the should Russians. have thought of that with Ukraine. They should have leaked some video of yes, you know, Zelensky having a good time. Yes. <laughs> and nobody would have noticed the whole... Exactly. Unfortunately, whenever they release a video of Zelensky, he gets more popular because he's, you know, a TV. Well, guy, you don't like what? the Finnish PM as well. I, f- I get the sense that this Finnish PM is now hugely popular. She's like yeah. she's the new Jacinda Ardern. Yes. <coughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, you'd have to feel sad for Jacinda Ardern, yeah. though, wouldn't you? Because she was like the she was trend. the cool she was the PM. cool world leader, and now mm. she's been out cool. She has. She'll have to do. She'll have to do something in the next week, won't she? She'll have yeah. to. You know. Well, how would you one up those dance videos? I think you would take cocaine on camera. And that way, <laughs> yeah. No, no, but you need I to do so. something that sort of sticks it up to the man, doesn't it? Like ban billionaires or something like that, or you know, like make billionaires. Do they have mm. billionaires in New Zealand? Are there any? In New Zealand? Yeah, they've got tons. No, no. Yeah. Th- actually, that's the brilliant thing about New Zealand is so a lot of billionaires bought citizenship to New, oh, New Zealand in, right. the, in the years leading up to the pandemic. The pandemic happens. And so all these b- American billionaires <laughs> who sort of went, oh, it's all right, I've got my sanctuary down in New Zealand, wanted to go to New Zealand, and New Zealand just went, nah, fuck off. You can't come in. All <laughs> oh, right. We've locked down our brilliant. borders. Fuck you. Yeah. I, I must cunts. say, I mean, for many, many decades, you would have thought that New Zealander status is the, the literal last end of the world, like even more obscure than Australia. Mm. That would have been a negative. But mm. it's an amazing way to sell passports. Yes, yeah, exactly. Because no one can think of a more obscure country to go and live in during the apocalypse than New Zealand. It's brilliant. Yeah, but it didn't work. <laughs> it's very, very clever. Are we going to move to New Zealand if things if things turn bad? Is is that the next step? Yes, yes. I know, definitely. I'm going to go <coughs> there and live in a Zorb ball. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll be protected from everything. You know, because nothing can get you inside one of those things. They're very spongy. Airtight. Yes, yes. Very fun, or, you you know, fun way to get maybe around. Maybe that it would just be too boring. Like part of the interest of in being in the apocalypse is like being in it. Well, it would the New Zealand, would be high, wouldn't it? It'd be very exciting. Yes, exactly. But if you go to New Zealand, it'd be like, oh, there's a sheep, and there's yeah. there's some fields. But also, <laughs> they'd still get it, Charles. Uh, yeah. They still get the apocalypse. It would just come five to ten years after everywhere else. And it would impact you because you wouldn't be able to get your favourite imported breakfast cereal mm. or something. You know, you've, you've really talked me around to being, you know, flamed in the apocalypse. Because <laughs> <laughs> you'd be like, you'd be stuck in Wellington and the only thing to do would be visiting Peter Jackson's little hobbit oh, hole. Oh, yeah, and Wellington's a shithole. Have you ever been to Wellington? It's like, about, <laughs> no. it's like living in it. Hornsby or something. I like and there was one cool street. Mm. And that was it. And it's freezing. It's fucking freezing. We went there in summer. It was like 13 degrees. Yeah, they don't so, do summers. In yeah, they don't do summer. Mm. And and it's really far south. It's like closer to Antarctica than... Than Hornsby. <laughs> than Hornsby. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just want to know, should Anthony Albanese be staying up all night and dancing? Should he be partying? 
And should he be taking cocaine? Is this what all the cool world leaders are doing? <clears throat> oh, I think you're right, Dom. I think we're going to see a domino effect all of a sudden. A lot of yes. world leaders are going to be at nightclubs partying because of the uh, mm. you know the positive image. Mm. I, I think we're going to see a lot more of this. Yeah, like, um, like Boris Johnson. Taliban. Boris Johnson will be... Oh, no, wait a minute. <laughs> he already was. Because <laughs> he know. Oh, but you know what he should do? Yeah. He should offer to DJ. Because he's probably too old. He's probably a bit creaky yeah. to dance. He should get this finished piece. DJ BJ. <laughs> no, Albo, Albo is a DJ. Oh, Albo yeah. should DJ for the Finnish PM. Oh, yeah. And so he'd have reflected cool yes. from her. Yes. He said all of his songs would be Billy Bragg. Give it up for the 50 year old DJ. <laughs> DJ Albo and his exclusive <laughs> Billy Bragg playlist. Try dancing to these dour songs about socialism <laughs> in England. Our gear is from Road. We are part of the ACAST Creator Network. We'll catch you tomorrow. Certainly will.